Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mama Podcast. I am your founder and host, Clarion Brown, and I'm so excited that you decided to tune back into yet another episode as we continue to grow. Thank you so much for your support, for your love, for your reviews, for your comments, for your feedback in the DMs. Thank you guys so much. It is so greatly appreciated. And I'm telling you, I cannot do it without you guys. So listen, I have another great episode on today. I have someone with me on today who has blended her family to perfection. And you guys know as single mamas, hey, we are dealt with these cards that sometimes we may not end up with our children's father. And that's okay because that's in the plan that God has for our lives. And so this young lady has blended her family together and they are living happily, not perfect, but happily. And so I want to introduce her. I have with me today, Mrs. Nicole Odom Harney. She is an author an entrepreneur, a keynote speaker, and an expert in blended family dynamics and relationships. She's living the experience of a blended household with her husband, Thomas Harnett Jr., and their seven beautiful yet very different adult children and their one grandchild. She started her entrepreneurial pursuit as the founder of Focus Point Solutions in 2010, which was initially founded as a transitional housing facility. And its chain of transitional projects has grown into outpatient substance abuse treatment programs and mental health centers with four centers in Maryland. And it plans to enlarge its territories in other states. That's amazing right there. We definitely need that. Mrs. Harnett has authored three books. Her first book, Blended to Perfection, is partially based on obstacles she faced as she brings the families together in the same house while dealing with the inside and the outside forces. Y'all know how that can be. Determined to see that the union will fail. But after a rough start and hard work, her family is blended to perfection. So please help me give a virtual amazing welcome to Mrs. Odom Harnett. Hey, Clarion. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. No, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited about this topic and I'm really, really passionate um, about it because, you know, sometimes as single mothers, you know, not all of us have the privilege um, to end up marrying our child's father. And I'm going to just keep it 100. Thank God that I'm not marrying mine. They are amazing <laughs> men. I pray for them, but thank God I'm not marrying them. And we just going to keep that 100, okay? Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, everybody doesn't have the opportunity to do that. And so they do end up becoming and growing into a blended family. And I've seen so much drama happen within blended families and you have blended like perfectly, you know? So like, let's just start with the first, the first topic before anything. How do you date with that purpose and, and with that intent when you do have kids? You know, you have to... You have to you have to date a lot of frogs first. That's what that, that's what that comes from. 
unfortunately. You have to do all of that stuff. And once you, hopefully once you have dated all of those frogs, you have learned some valuable lessons from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I learned a lot of lessons from um, dating, having all those failed relationships. I learned the type of man, um, because not all the relationships were bad. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. There were things that that didn't go so right that made the person not right for me. Um, and so mm. that caused me to look at myself and what I needed in a partner. Mm. And with that being said, I needed to take some time out eventually and just date myself to see, okay, who is yeah. Nicole? What does Nicole like? What does she want? Um, and just, you know, reflect on the thing, the situations that I went through in those relationships. What did I like in that relationship? What didn't I like? What type of personality do I need? I'm a strong mm. personality myself. Yeah. Um, I'm a woman who knows what she wants, but I also like a man to be the man yes. in, in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily need anyone to take care of me because I know how to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I want someone who is going to be my partner in life. Yeah. <clears throat> and so you need to know what type of woman you are. Mm. And, and once you know all of those things, and it's a lot of things, it's a lot of stuff that comes along with that dating yourself. It's yeah. not just you going to dinner by yourself, going to the movies and, you know, that fun stuff. It's mm-hmm. some real, you know, digging deep and, and knowing what makes you tick. Why are you the way that you are? Mm-hmm. It may, you may need some therapy. You may need to dig, nope. get some, get real deep and be real yeah. with yourself. And that's what I did. And that allowed me to date with a purpose so my husband now, he wasn't the first person that I dated after that. But mm-hmm. when I did start dating with a purpose, I, I knew that when I got that next proposal, I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to work. This could not be my man. <laughs> this, is not yeah. my, <laughs> this is not my life partner. Yeah. And I knew that, okay, just because this dude gave me a ring doesn't mean I need to accept. Ooh. There's someone better for me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's going to end, once again, in failure. Mm-hmm. And you have to know that you are you worthy enough to hold out and that whoever or whatever you believe in has someone or something out there for you. Yes. And as long as you know all of that, then you can hold out and Mm. and wait on whoever is meant to be your your partner. You know, that's so good that you say that because I'm hearing that even just from a Christian perspective that um, women are out here settling. Exactly. Because they're tired of waiting. That's that's exactly it. And we, we are... We are, we are the prize. Mm. He who chooses a wife chooses a good thing. Yeah. 
you know, we are the prize and we, as women, we forget that. Like some of them, I don't, some of us don't think, I don't think we know that. Yeah. Are just settling for just a warm body and that should happen. We need to stop that. Cut that stuff out. That's just ridiculous. Like we bring, we bring value to the table, but a lot of women also need to realize that if you think that you can just bring intimacy or should mm-hmm. I say sex to a relationship mm-hmm. and that's enough, mm-hmm. it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. If you want a real relationship, a substantial mm. relationship, it, it's more than just that. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. And definitely let us know. Get us all the way together. Because we definitely (laughs) need to be reminded just like, you know, and I'm hearing it so much and I'm just shaking my head. But that was really good with what you said when you said that it's more than just going out and taking yourself out to eat, which is not a bad thing. Right, but it goes beyond that. Is the the inner work, the internal stuff that you need to deal with. Like, why did you just get pissed off at this dude who just made a simple comment at you? Like, let's dig deep into that stuff. That was really good. Right. It, it's it's like you need to know. Okay, what happened to you in your childhood? Mm-hmm. Why do you why do you get why do you get angry at certain things? Mm-hmm. What have you even have you even talked about that to anyone? Yeah. That was my problem. There was things that happened to me in my childhood that I had never talked about to mm-hmm. anyone. I suppressed that for so long. And that was yeah. the root of my anger. Mm-hmm. And I had so much anger that I couldn't have a civilized conversation or or an argument in a relationship the arguments in my previous relationship or the disagreements let's say that turn Mm -hmm. into arguments and they would be like oh my gosh my words would slice and dice people i would go for it all yeah cut a man down yeah that's what my words were doing Mm -hmm. because I had so much anger and so much hurt inside of me that I had never let out yeah it was just bottled up yeah you know I used to be the exact same way until I started going to counseling Mm -hmm. I think I want to say I started going to counseling maybe like two or three years ago and I realized just kind of like what you said, as an adult, I never dealt with any of the things that happened to me in my childhood, but I would just suppress, 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 suppress. And now when a guy is talking to me, a king, a, a man of God is talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. My words. And then it even took a couple of people, even my friends as men saying that really hurt. And, you know, it's, it's different when when a man can really just is that vulnerable and says, yo, that hurt. That right. really hurt me, you know, and it just did something to me. Right. A lot of men, you know, they just leave you alone. They won't say anything. And they'll yeah, call you yeah. types of names or something like that. <laughs> right. Or you have problems or, you know, something to that effect. 
But then you'll have some that say, you know, I used to have some that say, you know, you are the sweetest person. But when you get angry, you turn Mm -hmm. into someone else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just used to hear it and I never thought anything of it. I'm like, oh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he tripping. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) But it wasn't until that time when I had to get real with myself and just... I was just, it was a, a moment or a period in my life of reflection. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, people just can't be, it's just not a coincidence that people are saying the same thing about me. I was like, okay, it's a good thing that I, I'm nice. And, yeah. you know, people like to be around me until I get angry. Mm. I was one of those that got angry and I was putting my fist through walls. I was breaking mm. things. Yeah, like, I was a dangerous person to be around if I got angry. Yeah, I was the girl who everyone called when they wanted to, you know, to fight somebody or something. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was me. And, yeah. you know, just looking back on all of that, it was like, wow, I can't believe I was that person. Yeah. And, and it was all because of all the situations that happened to me when I was younger. Yep. 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 And, you know, just as a sign up, that's really good. But one of the key things, and I, this is probably not the most popular opinion um, now, but one of the first questions when I date or I'm getting to know somebody, how did you grow up? Mm-hmm. Are your parents still married? Were they ever together? Were you raised in a single parent home? You know, I go deep off the rip from the jump because that helps me to see how you are now. And for one, and even if you have anger management, is there bitterness there? That helps me point out all of that early. And it's a great thing to do. I mean, it's great to, when you are dating, it's great to talk. You need to have mm. open and honest communication. The yeah. thing the thing that happened in my current relationship that led us this far was our communication. Mm-hmm. We mm. talked about any and everything. There was nothing that was held back. Yeah. And when you find that type of person that you can talk, you know, from child about childhood on up Mm -hmm. then you know that's a relationship that you should possibly explore Mm. because communication is absolutely everything because Mm -hmm. it can it can get you through anything your finances and you know children Mm -hmm. um you you name it in any factor of the relationship you should be able to weather a storm. Yeah. But if you don't have that communication, there's going to be a, there's going to be a problem. There's definitely going to be a problem. If you, if you, the two of you cannot talk. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's really good. So let's say she's done all of the work she's needed to do. She's found out, you know, what she likes. She's just done everything for herself. And now she's in a relationship. Should the couple attend therapy together? Say she has a kid, 
he has a kid, should they be attending therapy together? I think once they are at a point where they say, okay, we are ready to take that next step, either living together, getting married, or whatever the next step consists of to them, and they want to make it solid. And I would say have met the children, um, and they are at that stage where they definitely say, okay, this is happening. Uh-huh. Most definitely. They should definitely seek some counseling because you can talk about things, that's fine. But I just found in therapy with my husband and I, Uh the therapy, it helped to, it helped to explain more. Yeah. It dug a lot deeper Mm. for the, for the both of us. It, it, the explanation of why we are the way that we are made things so much clearer once we got into therapy. Mm. Like I, I, I had told him that I was molested when I was younger, Mm -hmm. but therapy helped him to really understand how I really felt. Yeah. It, It was the full explanation that, that brought it out. Yeah. And for him, it helped me to understand that he is a leader and he is used to people depending on him, which mm. both of us are in that situation because both of us are leaders um, and the responsible ones in our family so you have two strong people coming together now. Right. And which is something we found out. We, we, we kind of saw it, but it really hit home for us in therapy. Mm. <laughs> and so you have these two strong people who are used to taking care of other people in the family that other family members come to in need of help or, you know, financially or, you know, motivational, you know, talks or whatever, or other family members look up to. And now we're together. Somebody has to leave the household. So it, yeah. it, it was like almost a power struggle. Now I say that I want a man to kind of be the man of the house, but it was hard for me. Yeah. So he had a lot of almost proving to do in a sense. Mm. And I still wasn't ready to let go of my, all of my, I guess, I still had a lot of, I can't say secrets, Mm -hmm. but I really wasn't ready to let my guard down. I still, I had a lot of trust issues. That was And so it took a, a still a little while, even though we lived together mm-hmm. and we were married, I still had trust issues and like, okay, is this guy going to fail? Is he going to let me down? Because mm. men in my past had let me down. I yeah. had any issues. I didn't have a father in my life. He was there, but he wasn't there. 
So I was still struggling with that, even though I went to therapy and everything, but you, you just can't help those type of things. So he Mm. still had to kind of coddle me in a, in a sense. So it took a couple of, maybe about two years before I really felt secure that everything was going to be okay in this marriage. Yeah. Wow. 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 So do you think that, ah, do you think that there could have been anything more or less that you did to prevent that, that insecurity within the marriage or it was just a process that you guys had to go through together? It, it, it was a, it was definitely a process we had to go to, to do together because it wasn't anything that he did like he wasn't, no one was calling him or anything like that. I didn't see him with anybody. So it wasn't any of that, that type of insecurity. It was just my own mm. um, because I went through so many failed relationships. I've had, you know, men tell me they were going to do this and they're going to do that. You know, it was those type of things. And it wasn't me comparing him to anyone else. <clears throat> it was just that. I had trust issues with men mm-hmm. and women. Mm. I just don't trust people. Yeah, I'm from the show me. Okay, you got to show me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'd rather do things myself. I don't put my, my faith in anyone. Yeah. I, I'd rather do it myself. I don't want to depend on anyone. And right. that's how I've always been. And so for me now to be in this relationship, I'm feeling like, okay, this is a little bit too good to be true. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me, let me just tiptoe this. Yeah. But he yeah. understood. He understood and he was willing to take it, you know, slow with me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't like we were moving slow, but he could tell that I was like, mm. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. one of those type of things. Yeah. And he just kept saying, okay, I'm not going anywhere. I'm yeah. like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll see. Right. <laughs> wow. That's a beautiful story within itself. And how long have you all been married? Um, we've It'll be nine years next month. Wow, nice, nice. So <laughs> he said he wasn't going anywhere. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so so the two are um a couple. So when is a good time to introduce the children when you are dating if both parties have children? Or even if just one party has a child? I would say when you feel that the relationship is ready for the next level. When you, when both of you feel that, okay, this is the one without a shadow of a doubt, you're ready to take it to the next level, whether that next level is going to be moving in together Mm -hmm. um, or whatever your next level is whether it's just exclusivity, yeah, um, whatever you call 
that next level. Okay. Okay. You know, cause everybody's next level is different. You know, some people come yeah. in and they say, okay, we're just going to be friends. Okay. Then they start, they may start out being exclusive or, mm-hmm. you know, however it is. But once you decide that this is your one, I would say at that time. Okay. That's when the one. kids. So it, then you know that there hopefully won't be a, a chance that this person is going to walk out of your life. I mean, things happen all the time. Yeah. But you should be on the same page because you now you know you have this other person, this younger person's mm-hmm. possible heart or feelings involved. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. And and I like that you pointed out that everybody's next level looks different. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us, we would just automatically assume that the next level is marriage and right. but that's not everybody's next level so I think that that's really good that you um acknowledge that when it's when you or when both parties really feel like it's the one so all of that has been done when should or should all parents involved meet now Nicole I have this this thing and with with my daughter's father and this is me personally with my daughter's father, when we broke up, I said, hey, listen, I don't care who you date, you know, whatever the case may be, I trust you enough not to bring someone crazy around my child or just off the chain. I trust that enough, you know? Right. But what I would like, I'm not saying we have to be buddy-buddy, we have to hang out all the time, but can I at least meet her? You know? Mm-hmm. Let her meet me. We don't have to do this every weekend. This is not a weekly thing. It doesn't have to be a monthly thing, but at least let me meet her at least one time before you decide to start bringing her around my child. And of course, this is an unpo- unpopular opinion with some people because they're like, oh, no, that's not necessary. Um, I think it is kind of necessary, especially if you feel like he's getting serious with this young lady. Um, I think that I should probably meet her. So when is a like a good point and what are some things that we can do to kind of gauge if we should even be meeting one another? You know, I think at that same time when around that same time when the kids are meeting this mm-hmm. other person, mm-hmm. um once the kids have met that other person and they are kind of familiar with that person, because mm-hmm. now you're at another level and this is a possibility that this, you could be living with this child. Right. Um, maybe at some point, um, and this could be a part of your new family. I, I think that, once it goes a little further, then eventually there should be an introduction. Now, <clears throat> if, if the kids are living with the person, mm-hmm. I say definitely there should be an introduction. If uh-huh. they're not living with the person, the significant maybe, other, you mean? Yeah, if they're not living with uh-huh. the person, maybe not so much. Mm. Yeah, maybe not so much. If there's no living situation involved, 
unless the person is spending the night at the frequently. house. Yeah, frequently. Yeah. Then and and I say that there should be some sort of introduction because we live in a crazy society and you yeah. you hear all the time that you know, the boyfriend or the girlfriend, there's some involvement with something going on with the child in the house. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, either it's an abduction or a murder or something foolish. Yeah. Like, I just would like to lay eyes on somebody. Oh, just, you're right. Say hello. Right. Just, yeah. just say hello. <laughs> and that's that's it. You know, um, yeah. nothing more than that. And yeah, I, I would... I would I would agree that you know no we don't need to be friends or anything like that right right but we can be but cordial we just need to have yeah we definitely need to be cordial and there needs to be some sort of conversation at least an introduction yeah yeah that's good that's good i i, I definitely like that and i definitely agree with you 100 percent. so so all of this happens and the biological mom and the stepmom don't like each other mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, the other parent don't like each other. Well, then what do we do <laughs> when nobody um, likes each other? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it is, you know, sometimes always wanting that whole mixture to just can't play nice in the sandbox. Yeah. And when you have someone that's not an adult, you, you pray that they grow up. <laughs> and you know you would think you would hope that they would not like the person for some sort of valid reason but typically it's not mm-hmm. um you know you keep on you keep it pushing it's nothing you can do with somebody who's immature right because typically they don't like the person because of jealousy Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's their own insecurity or their own yeah. problem as to why they don't like the person, right? Because it's no valid reason. The person typically has not said anything or done anything mm-hmm. to you. Your problem is with your ex. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? <clears throat> in my situation mm-hmm. there was a divorce mm-hmm. because the relationship was over prior to me coming into the picture. On, into the picture both of them were dating other people mm-hmm. and I, I came on the scene he decided okay we really need to leave this time. I'm, I'm, I'm meaning it this time. <laughs> I'm leaving. And they get the divorce. Now, she was fine and everything with him dating and taking care of the overhead in the house. Mm-hmm. Because one was living upstairs, the other one was living downstairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once he decides to end that situation and make her life, I guess... Um, go another way where you have to take care of yourself now. Right, right. And I want to be happy. Now it's a problem. But you Mm. had a problem before. You were living a fictitious marriage. You were just Mm -hmm. on paper. You were married, but you weren't living the married life. 
Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. of you were dating other people. And I mean dating other people before I came along. Years before I came along. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now you have your a problem with me. So hmm. you don't like you don't like me. You don't want to talk to me, but your children are living in my house. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now I can understand why you see. Yeah, the issue is not with me; it's with the ex. Right, because yeah. you know your life is different. Mm-hmm. But how long do you expect for some your life to be the same, or someone to? keep your lifestyle the same when they're not happy. Yeah. And you're, you shouldn't be happy either. So that, and that's what I'm saying. There's so many situations like that. that You're together for financial reasons, but emotionally Mm -hmm. you're not happy. You're alone. Mm -hmm. You're miserable. Mm Mm-hmm. But why why be why not be by yourself? Right, right. When right. I left when I was in my first marriage, I was absolutely miserable. Mm. When we separated and we were living separately, mm-hmm. I had so much peace. Oh wow. Like yeah. there's no way. Even though I had another check coming into the house, uh-huh. there's no way that I would want to live, be unhappy. Right. I would rather yeah. be by myself and be happy mm-hmm. than be with someone just to say, okay, I have my bills paid or an extra check coming in. Mm-hmm. I just picked up another job. <laughs> you know? Right. You, you have to do what you have to do, but there's I tell everyone there's nothing better than peace. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's really not. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, for one, thank you for for sharing that. That definitely um shed some light on that statement. And so you have this beautiful blended family. How did you get it to this point because you said you know it was a rough start but what's something that or what are some tips that you can give to us not not even just you know um um as well yes us as mothers or as single mothers um how can we you know take that to the next level and have a nice you know, respectful, blended family at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, it's really more so, like you said, about the peace, and it's it's about the children, and what the children see, because they can pick up a lot of stuff just based off of what they see and experience. Right, right. You know, I'm going to say, for with my situation, don't feed into it, because there was a lot of things said from mm-hmm. the, on the outside, you know, mm-hmm. one of the parents um, mm-hmm. that filtered into the house mm-hmm. um, through, one, you know, one, maybe two at times of the kids. But, you know, it's, it can be sometimes hard to ignore 
But you just have mm-hmm. to and roll off your shoulders. You know what's really going on in your house. Right. You know how things happen. You know what happened, how it happened. Um, and eventually the truth will come out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to be an adult. Mm. And let things roll off your shoulders. You can't feed into it because, you know, someone on the outside says something. So you have to refute it to a child and say, yeah. that's not true because she did this. You know, that you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, you don't you don't talk to children about adult things. Right. Right. That there's no place for that. That should never, ever, ever happen. And I hear about it so much and see it so much where adults are talking about talking to their children about their mom or their dad. And that's mm-hmm. really unfair for yeah. that child to have to listen to that and have to go through that because you're making them choose sides and they're gonna feel right. sorry for one of the parents. Mm. Yeah, it may not be you. Right. And, you know, it's like the parent wants them to feel sorry for them and take their side. And I'm like, how juvenile is that? You're a grown person. These kids, they love their parents equally. Right, right. You know, don't make your child take take a side because you and their, their, um, their other parent have split up. And yeah. you two may have a riff or something happen in your relationship. Don't put that child in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. You you leave them out of it. You go talk to your you know your girlfriend or, or whoever about your situation. So when you have that happening, um, it, it causes problems. Mm-hmm. And so you as this new bonus parent you know you have to find your ways you know for me it was a lot of prayer I went Mm -hmm. back into therapy yeah (laughs) (laughs) I I, I talked to my husband but it Mm -hmm. you know it's a that's a hard place for that parent that other parent to be in because the child is now feeling sorry for the parent who is telling them all of this information because you had a mom talking about their dad and now the child is looking sideways at their dad because yeah. the mom is feeling bad. You know, it's just a bad situation. Yeah. And so when I'm talking to my husband about this, I, I had to take my, you had to take yourself. At least I did. I took myself out of the equation because I'm ticked off that all this is going on. I've never been in this type of situation before and never thought I ever would be. Yeah. So I can't expect for this man to choose between me and his daughter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm a parent. I I would never want somebody to put me in that type of situation. Mm -hmm. So I had to step away from, from that and just gain some patience and pray that this would get better. And finally, you know, through the grace of God, it did. It just took some time. Me and the daughter, we we had a conversation. She asked me a lot of questions. 
you know, I asked her questions. It made, I guess, her feel a lot more comfortable with me mm-hmm, and possibly mm-hmm. see that a lot of things that were being told to her were not true. Yeah. So I got my moment to shine without going back at the other party, other party or her and refuting anything. Mm-hmm. I just answered some simple questions. Yeah. It may have been a year later, but I answered them. Right. And honestly. And but what really turned everything around is when the daughter started dating someone and her mom and grandma started treating the young man like she was treating me. Mm. And that is was what brought everything like really to the forefront. Yeah. And she felt bad because there was no reason for it. Yeah. What had been going on all all the whole time. Mm. And she really, you know, felt bad for it. So our relationship is much better. Okay. That's good. That's so good. that's how everything came to be blended to perfection. Are we perfect? No, but it is my my sense of perfectness is perfect for me compared to where we were when, you know, the relationship or the marriage first started and we all, you know, became blended. Yeah. Yeah. It was rocky. I didn't think we were going to make it at at all. I'm like, Oh my God, did I sign up for this? Like what? Right. (laughs) I do to myself. (laughs) (laughs) right 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 so like like after all of that and this is my last question like when when the blended families do you all celebrate like the kids or did you guys well I'm sorry let me ask this when you and your now husband when you all married were your kids already older and grown so there was no like baseball games and birthday parties and things like that oh so the youngest was eight he was seven okay. and eight. Uh, the oldest that lived in the house was 18, but his oldest was in his early 20s. I think he was 21, 22, okay. somewhere in that, in that area. So um, we had fashion shows. We had um, dance, uh, music. One's a singer, um, mm-hmm. hair show. We had all types of stuff. Yeah, okay. So we okay. have dancers and cosmetologists. Um, uh, one, the singer, she sings opera. She went to the school. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, we have basketball. We have lacrosse. <laughs> nice. Football. We have, so we have busy. all Yes, we have all types of things <laughs> going on. We have plays, every, every, you name it. We have all types of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were very, very busy as a, as a unit. And we did things together as well as a family. We went on vacations um, and, you know, we bowling. Nice dinners, movies, everything. Uh-huh. It's just as a normal family. Yeah, that's good. That's that's really good. I I love that, and I'm I definitely appreciate your your insight from this whole perspective. I think that 
Um, if anything, this is probably one of those episodes where like, ah, I'm really thinking now, you know, mm-hmm. some things even for um, on my end, being a um, single parent temporarily, you know, it's, it's just amazing to just hear your your insight on this. And I definitely appreciate you coming and sharing your wisdom with me um, and my guests. Um, definitely, definitely really appreciate it. How can you have three books? how can we find those books and how can we get in contact with you are you on social media and how can we find your books i am on social media but if you i guess hit me up on social media it will take me a little while to get back to you very often but um i'm on um instagram and facebook at talk to nicole okay um uh my website is talktonicole.com. Okay. And on my website, you can find my books. Okay. okay. There, there is a discount code blend seven, B L E N D, and the number seven. Blend seven. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it'll give you a small discount off of um, my books. And what else? I do have another book coming out. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very soon. Um, actually, it should be out in out the next 30 days. Nice. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say as far as relationships goes, if you find that, that special one, you have a strong, strong connection, great communication, that right there for me was enough to to just make me stick with it. I just saw something in this relationship that I just said, "This is this is it." And mm. even even through all of that stuff I had to go through, um, it it still made me stay. There were some mm. thoughts in my head, like, oh, my God, I'm not going to make this. I'm not going to make it through. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, it was just our strong, our strong connection just made me stay. Yeah. And looking back at it, I'm so happy. Both of us, we say, we talk about it all the time. We're so happy that we stayed together. Because we work as a team now. Mm-hmm. Um, we work um, with my business together. We, we both are business owners. Um, okay. And we have just built up so much considering where we both came from. Mm. Nice. Well, congratulations on your new book. Hey, and if you guys missed anything of what she said, it will be in the show notes for you guys to be able to go to her um, website to be able to purchase any of her books that um, she has. And just to be able to, even if you just want to connect with her, if something resonated with you from this episode, please don't hesitate to reach out to her and just kind of... um let her know I'm pretty sure she will really enjoy hearing the feedback from it and listen old friends and new friends if you would like to reach out to me Brown 
I am the host. You can find me on Instagram at Dear Single Mama Podcast. Also, the website at www.dearsinglemama.com. And also on Facebook at Dear Single Mama Podcast. And again, these will be in the show notes. Subscribe and leave a review, a five star review. <laughs> I shall say if you don't mind. And I really appreciate this. Was just a really really good insightful conversation and I just really appreciate you Nicole for coming on and um sharing your insight with us it was just amazing oh you're welcome it was definitely a pleasure being here and um I hope to come back soon yes 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 we will definitely reconnect very very soon all right you guys thank you for listening to another episode of dear single mama podcast i love you guys and there's nothing you can do about it but god loves you more so make sure you keep your eyes focused and stayed on him as he is the author and the finisher of everything pertaining to your life you guys and until next time peace